Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Pandemics, large death counts, stuck inside with daily Zoom calls. Through lies now, fake news, insurrection is the worst. Let's start a future that brings us all together. Stronger as friends, tomorrow can be fun. Moving to love. Learning to love. Leading to love. Started with love. We're talking musical history we're talking musical history podcast welcome back folks i'm kevin and i'm chris and we're back in action here we are ladies and gentlemen in the third part of talking musical history podcast rent we're okay you know we usually don't mention the today's date in our podcast but this recording date is sunday january 10th 2021 december 24th 9 p.m eastern standard time that was uh, uh before uprising before insurrection uh, bi it, it really sort of brings a different sort of meaning to the idea of this film rent the idea of the uh, uh we got left behind musical uh when you see People like led by misinformation, sort of uh, uh, um, using the sword instead of the pen to defeat others. Uh, ha- Hamilton's best trick, you know, that whole idea of the musical, the Hamilton's best trick wasn't with his gun. It was with his tongue. He rode his way out. And that's the whole point around it, right? Like, uh, um, really, it is our ideas and our, 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 our written word, our, our spoken word that really helps change minds. Like, like everybody, you know, talks how great guns are and whatnot. And I get that, you know, you can't really talk your way into a good offense or defense. But like at the end of the day, your ability to communicate, your ability to share ideas, your ability to connect with others, that, that is the thing of the most importance in today's day and age. And honestly, if you think about it, all those people mobilized in the insurrection were mobilized through the power of the pen. They were mobilized through the power of the voice. It was not the guns. It was not the five people, like the, the act of how they died. It was the pen. It was the word that got those people to die in the first place, right? Over a lie. First off, Rent is just a musical. It is a great musical. It is much better than Guys and Dolls. I think we can all agree upon that. Like, and I love Guys and Dolls, right? I love Guys and Dolls. Post, post-insurrection post America, Rent is now a safe musical. 
How do you document real life when real life's getting more like fiction each day? And honestly, the problem behind that is like, uh, it's not everyone's fiction, right? Like if you look at the Native Americans of the United States, if you look at uh, Japanese internment, if you look at uh, um, like obviously the struggle of uh, African-Americans in this country, uh, um, there's constantly like uh, 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 homosexuals in this country definitely around AIDS, right? Because like at the end of the day, we could have done something about that. And I wanted to circle back around to something that we mentioned just a little bit last part in the Rent episode. And that was Mercuricurum, which was used to dress the wounds of Colin by Angel. And so Mercuricurum was used as an antiseptic, an antibiotic, and used since the 1800s. Treat wounds. Starting in the 80s, they started to discover that the mercury was kind of not good, which was part of what mercurochrome was, was a mercury compound, was not so good for humans. And so in 1998, the FDA classified it as not safe to use. And it was pulled from the market. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, there's there's always these times where we uh, come across things that we think are cool, like asbestos or whatnot, and then we're like, oh, we probably shouldn't use that. The, the fact, I think, that rent did take place before in 1998 might be part of it, and maybe it was on the cheap, all-angel-could-afford shelf. Buy one, get all the poisoning free? Oh, yeah, what a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that, that sucks. It's a it's a weird world, and a lot of people have to, you know, do what they can to survive in a lot of cases, right? And currently, we're living in America with massive bread lines and, like, uh, people not uh, knowing where they're going to get the money to pay their next month's rent, right? Yeah. Um, luckily, like, uh, the uh, Congress passed... Uh, the six hundred dollars stimulus check, but I don't know how many how many Americans need more than that. I mean, I I used to think like Colin Powell was like a, a great example of like an awesome Republican. I remember him being very homophobic. Truth, that is part of the thing that has made me completely drive away from Republicans. Is like, why does someone have to be punished? Why can we not recognize that if like like you know if you if you truly believe in God. Right. Then why can't you recognize that God creates all manner of things and we don't smite them all out of existence because we don't like the look of their 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 face and the cut of their jib? It just seems really odd to me that the Republican Party doesn't seem to stand up for the things that they declare so hard that they stand up for. Like when 1981, right? 1981, AIDS first comes on the scene in the United States of America, right? And um, at that point in time, uh, like in 82 and in subsequent years, like uh, uh, the United States was constantly having press conferences around AIDS. And, and people would honestly like make jokes during these press conferences. Anthony Fauci has sort of been in the game this whole time. So Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, uh, taking care of coronavirus, was also in the fight against AIDS, um, not at the same level, but definitely was there at the forefront. Um, and also and also with the Flint uh, Legionnaire's disease. And it, it, it's crazy to think this man, like I, I would think that he might at some point say, we need to do better helping people and preparing doctors and our best minds to combat diseases. And the best way to do it is to 
take care of it in front of the problem. Boom, ba 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 bum, ba da da dum, ba 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 bum, ba da 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 dum, ba da ba da da dum, ba da da, bum 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 ba da bum. Hi, and welcome to What Time Period Is It? That's right, the game show where you guess the time a quote is talking about. We have our contestant, Kevin, here. Kevin, tell him a little bit about yourself. Well, Chris, I'm a history enthusiast that loves learning all the things that history can teach us if we learn our lessons. Oh, that's amazing, Kevin. That's really amazing. All right. Well, I have something, a really incredible question for you. All right. So here we go, Kevin. Like, these are the time periods we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about, A, the COVID-19 outbreak America. B, New York, New York, typhoid outbreak. C, the Flint, Michigan Legionnaires outbreak. And D, the American AIDS outbreak. And now, here's your quote. Doctors. Confronting a new epidemic caused by a highly fatal infectious agent are much like firefighters confronting a fire. Early aggressive action pays off, whereas the passive action leads to massive destruction. What time period is it? I'm going to say it's the current era of the Flint, Michigan Legionnaires disease. I'm thinking closer to home, so thinking, yeah, maybe. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, it doesn't matter anyway if you're right or wrong, because we all lose when we don't listen to our medical professionals during a pandemic. Uh, you know, we're, we're, making, we're making a lot of jokes, um, and it, it, it is somewhat insensitive, and I, I, I recognize that, but like, here's the thing. In a time period where we're losing, what, 3,000 people a day from covid a bunch of americans thought it would be cool to gather and storm the steps of the capitol like we're in a bad mcbain movie it doesn't make any sense right like there there is better use of our resources there's much better use of our time right and like i get it um it sucks and like you know uh conservative tears are real no one likes losing I mean, I hate losing, but, you know, you can just pick yourself off and, and get better ideas and win maybe once. How many times Republicans are in charge of a pandemic and we fail at it? Like, we didn't start getting good at the AIDS outbreak, like, like really addressing the problems with the AIDS outbreak until the Democrats in 1987 were in Congress. Then we started putting money and effort towards it, right? But by that point, it had spread to a ridiculous degree, right? And we could have easily snuffed it in the bud by, like, just suggesting people wear condoms, right? Like, that's not hard to do. Just say, hey, you want to know something? Just wear, wear a condom. It's so uncomfortable. It's just so confining. Oh, taking away my freedom. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? So why, why is it, right? Like, because, like, you know what? Look. Um, I don't think I don't think any woman is going to like uh, uh, fawn over the idea of like just like raw dogging every single guy that she wants to be with before getting to know them. Right. So why can't we just wear a mask like no one is no one is walking out of a store and tearing off their pants and saying, geez, you know, I I'm so glad that I can tear these pants off because, man, my freedoms were really being like held really tight. 
But uh, uh, to go on, you know, we have like Rick Snyder, uh, governor of Michigan during the Flint water crisis, the Legionnaires outbreak. You have Ronald Reagan during the uh, uh, AIDS outbreak. Right. And then you have Donald Trump during the COVID-19 outbreak. Right. Like none of these Republicans wanted to address the problem on the ground. All of them worked really hard to suppress information about the problem on the ground. And none of them like actively like tried to make lives better or even like apologize for the death they caused. Except that they don't care because it's not directly affecting their people. Well, COVID-19 is definitely affecting their people, right? Not if you have the highly devolved brain of Rick Snyder or Trump. So yeah, we're uh, in Utah, we're looking at like a, a one in three positivity rate. Like every family is going to have one case of COVID in that respect, right? Like mother, father, child, right? One in three. And in Utah, they came up with this Housing First initiative to house people. And then in 2005, uh, 1,932 chronically homeless people were given um, a place to stay, right? Um, but the program got cut. And then by, like I believe, what, 2015, uh, only 178 chronically homeless people were being housed. But, like, this program was, like, saving money, right? Because the cost of dealing with homeless people, right, like ER visits, legal expenses, jail stays, shelter time, EMT runs, like, that's $19,000 a year. Let's do the math, right? So we know that the average American rent right in 2018 is 1588. We multiply that by 12 in a year. And how much is that? And how much is that? $19,056. Do you remember the prior f figure I gave you? Wasn't that around the same? 19208. And I'm sure I'm sure housing in uh, Utah is much cheaper than the average. I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. But with the village in Utah, where the roofs are thatched with gold, we talked about how much it costs to to house them, right? Like, and we talked about how much the average rent in the United States was, and like how those numbers were close together. But we didn't actually talk about how much the program cost. How much does the program cost? $7,800. Because we want to punish those homeless people, right? We want to punish the heathens. Why do we want to punish the heathens, right? That doesn't seem like uh, um, something Christian people should do. The smart thing to do isn't to burn down the Capitol because you're mad about an election. The smart thing to do is to reach out to people and try to get them to your side or stop making your side shitty and possibly come up with better ideas. I think it was uh, um, Finland that did the same thing. They saw what was going on um, with Utah and they were like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. And they were like, oh my gosh, look at all these people we, we took off the streets because of that. So Finland has been implementing the housing first concept since 2008 and is the only country in the European Union where the number of homeless people is declining year over year. The Finnish NGO Y Foundation buys flats on private housing market and renovates them into existing apartments with one or two rooms. Then they provide it to people in need. If money doesn't really go to the person that works the hardest or has the best ideas or anything like that, then it's all just nonsense, isn't it? It's a crueler monarchy. 
2015, they were uh, cutting things, so it was only 178 chronically in Utah. Then in, uh, by 2019, the funding had dried completely up, which is really funny because that means that they actually spent more money in the long run. They decided that um, we would let this money dry up so it could actually dry up elsewhere. And I'm wondering right now if like Utah is like, man, we should have really committed to that program because we could have really prevented like a rise in COVID in our homeless communities. You know, we, ju- we just have to do a much better job of taking care of our people. We're stronger together. We are stronger together. We are most definitely stronger together. Like, like in all of this, like it's, it's really odd that there's just so many similarities between COVID and AIDS and Legionnaires, right? Each of these outbreaks, they all have like a, a majority of effect on, you know, minorities, gay, a, a transgender people more than like anyone else really. So, and, and poor. Poor people are always getting the short end, yeah. Like underprivileged people are, are constantly. Poor people, I think, are the common denominator there, yeah. Yeah, usually, yeah. though. Usually, right? I mean, and obviously black people are, 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 are more poor because of... Systemic racism. Exactly. What's the purpose of not trying hard at something just to see someone else get hurt? Everyone wear a mask. Um, this is what we're doing. Like, even just giving people checks to stay at home, we'd probably be where New Zealand is right now instead yeah. of having... Like, because we have storage containers of dead bodies... Versus our friends over in Australia can enjoy live in-person concerts again. Remember concerts? Just recently on PBS, there was a Leah Salonga Sydney Opera House concert. I mean, that's awesome for them. Right. Congratulations to them for being responsible human beings. You know, like they won the award. Good job. The bottom line, the real bottom line is when you have systems in place to fix and help things. Like, could you imagine if we didn't have FEMA? Like, what, what would have happened to, like, uh, what, Louisiana got hit with, what, five hurricanes this year? Oh, and it's beginning to snow. Global warming is, is the looming thing that we have to pay attention to. We need to hunker down and do the work. And we could do the work, right? Yeah. We have tons of people that are un- unemployed that we can give work to and make recycling a reality and give people work around that. We could, like, healthcare, right? We, we obviously are going to need a lot more medical professionals yeah. now that we've like basically like like stressed out and damaged that industry. I I am very saddened by those that have committed suicide around this because like this has been a, a burden that no human should have to face. The the incompetence of your leader to support you. You mean all of the medical professionals like nurses and doctors that have taken their life because of the incapacitation of leadership and the over stressed out work staff that we have that we don't have the people to support yeah i mean it's important it's important to take care of your people the best businesses take care of their people right some people want to see a government run by like a business but government doesn't run like a business a government runs like a family and unfortunately too many corporations run their business like the family of the kardashians Right. Like uh, um, everybody's sort of like, you know, and I know you don't care about sports, but um, there are a lot of people that understand when like uh, a quarterback doesn't get along with their 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 front five. And those are the, the five people that are supposed to protect them when they're running the ball or passing the ball. So they, like they're guardian angels. Exactly, though. You know, like in a matter of speaking. Yeah, because like if I don't care to protect you, you're going to fall just like Trump tr- saying that he's going to lead those people 
right? Because he he wasn't there to lead them. He was there to incite them, right? He was gaslighting them. He doesn't care about them, right? He's gaslighting them. He doesn't care about them, right? Like people that care for you actively work to help you do better. It's one thing to lead the horse to water, but could you check to see if the horse is still alive? Pat Buchanan and his like Nixon ties or whatever talking about oh the poor homosexuals they have declared war on nature now nature's exacting an awful re- retribution so does that mean that like uh, uh, America overall is awful or like all, all the southern parts where like they're supposed to be really great where the uh, outbreak spread really rapidly does that mean that that the God is exciting their wrath no it means that we weren't listening to science what if New York can turn it around that den of sin with Broadway and all of its random nonsense, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> like prosecuting a president. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? Uh, I remember listening to, about Katrina because God wanted to put his wrath on uh, Louisiana or, or New Orleans, rather. Yeah. Wanted to put his wrath on New Orleans. And Houston got hit with a huge flood. Louisiana fought like uh, five hurricanes. Uh, fires all over America, instant snow. Yay. Good, good times. When we decide that we're not leaving others behind, we will do things like recycle. When we decide not to leave others behind, we will do things like wear a mask. When we decide not to leave others behind, we will do something about the homeless issue. When in, in 87, when, uh, the Senate was taken away from, uh, Bob Dole, that is when we got serious about AIDS. I bet we'll get stu- we'll get serious about COVID. Let's say January twentieth, twenty twenty one. I'm not sure why. Yeah. I don't know if it's something. I don't know. I don't think it's a thing because I don't think it's gonna happen like a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. Significant things abound. It was the last time? Because Andrew Johnson got impeached as well as Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton at least had the sportsmanship to show up to his successors inauguration that's real talk man that's real talk and uh uh, nixon wouldn't matter because he wasn't president at that time yeah he resigned and we'll be right back in just a few moments after these words to talk more rent welcome back folks and we're here to talk more rent A lot of people think that Ronald Reagan started paying attention to AIDS when his friend Rock Hudson got it. And I don't think he honestly cared that Rock Hudson got it because he could have done a lot more. Like, why is there such a a more significant change in 1987 when the Democrats went into office than there is in 1984 when he finds out that his friend died? Right. Because he could he's the president. Yeah. He could literally make anything happen. We've been shown this. Just with a phone call. You have two presidents around during a pandemic who are Republicans who were, yeah, actor-ish. Reagan was a, more of an actor than him, which oh, the, oh, the wow. funny thing, because a lot of actors would be like, Reagan, eh. Reagan but, was a but, decent... But more of an actor than Trump, right? He was definitely more of an actor than Trump because even, Reagan... Even, even even in senility, smarter than Trump. Right. Reagan was in the recording of Hans Christian Andersen that I had as a child. That's old. 
<laughs> That's fun. Wow. And yeah, there was a recording of him with him as the lead role. That's when I was like, I, I was told that Ronald Reagan was an actor before he became president. Because that was before I saw Back to the Future. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, um, I... I find it so appalling. I watched this news report by the Miami News. Uh, AIDS struck homosexual men, Haitian refugees, intravenous drug users, and hemophiliacs, right? So this is this is their report that they're like uh, looking at all that. And I'm like, man, why did it take them so long to figure out that this was a bloodborne bodily fluid pathogen? Like this is so odd to me because it's like, you know, they're they're literally talking about it in a news report and just like, hmm. What could all of this mean? When we care. When we care, we definitely do better. When we care, we do better. In 1983, there was like a conference of mayors that got together and, and fully discussed AIDS. The White House was not, not down to discuss it. Right? We're, living, right. we're living through it right now. Right now, right? Where, where the obvious answer, and it, it is obvious. It is an, the obvious answer of we knew this in 1918 when they start endangering other people though i think that's wrong right like for instance a person that gets aids can be prosecuted for having sex with someone and not telling them beforehand that they have aids so why can a person with covid not wear a mask i don't know it doesn't make any sense like and i i'm not trying to like uh uh make anyone i'm not trying to hurt any feelings but we got to think about this I mean, there are some idiots that make laws. I mean, that's why laws happen sometimes, either to oppress people or because people are idiots. I don't know why, like, people don't want to wear masks. I mean, like, doesn't everybody want to look like a ninja, at least? I would want to look like a ninja. Ninjas are cool. Ninjas are cool. Tom Savini made some awesome Friday the 13th mask, so, like, it's a half hockey mask. It's like, I don't know if it's actually, like you know, uh, uh, good to prevent particles, but it definitely looks cool. And I'm sure it has a space for filters, which yeah. is, really is all that matters. There are some Golden Girls masks out, and I have a mask that has... Yeah, tell them about it. I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. <laughs> There's a full frontal mask. <laughs> Samantha B. she's a lot of fun. Yeah, um, uh, please improve your news sources. I mean, we're, we're great to listen to, and we really appreciate that you're uh, choosing us as your uh, trusted news source. That being said, uh, I, I would strongly suggest uh, taking uh, a good gander at uh, PBS and NPR. So, uh, by the way, since I'm using my NPR voice right now, why don't you consider donating on our Patreon? Why don't you tell them a little bit about the Patreon, Kevin? Yeah, that uh, Patreon is patreon.com slash stonewalltemusical as we make our way from the page to the stage. It was pretty revolutionary because it created rent heads. What What is a rent head? And so they are someone who are super, super obsessed with rent. Is that like... I don't know, like a Trekkie? Apparently. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Do they do conventions? They don't, as far as I'm aware of, but you never know. I mean, that would be interesting, right? Like a convention of everybody wearing, like, rent outfits? That would be a pretty interesting convention. (laughs) But it was where people camped out night overnight to see rent. And eventually, they started giving, like discounted tickets with this and now you can go to new york when there are shows and wait in for a lottery 
And all that was started because of rents. So like you're saying before Broadway didn't do ticket lotteries and now they do it for other shows. That's really cool. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's uh, um, the power of rent. It's the power of rent. Yeah, it's the oppressive power of rent, more like it. That brings us right over to Jimmy McMillan because the rent is too damn high. People are working eight hours a day, 40 hours a week through summer for a job. The reason why? That's right, the rent is too damn high. Now, Jimmy McMillan, American political activist, perennial candidate, and Vietnam War veteran, best known as the founder of the Rent is Too Damn High party, is um, off. He's an off individual. However, he is right. The rent is too damn high. Now, now here's the thing, folks. Here's the thing. Now, in this country, we have a real issue with dealing with homelessness, right? No room at the Holiday Inn. Oh, no. And it's beginning to snow. Dealing with like a, a, a shelter deficiency when it's cold outside, when there's a pandemic going on, you know, through the AIDS epidemic or COVID for that matter, right? In 1993, when Rent first had their first stage reading, right, in New York theater workshop, uh, McMillan actually, it was the first time he ran for mayor. Same year, 1993. That's super weird, right? Wow. I know, right? And then uh, Rent was only $841. The average for the United States, $841. And the median income was $59,000, right? Now, fast forward to 2018, the median rent has ballooned up to $1,588, uh, and the median income has only uh, gone up very little, uh, only to six, $64,000, right? So we're only talking about a $5,000 upgrade and like rent has doubled and like, you know, inflation has definitely uh, cut people down, healthcare costs, all of these things, right? And this is what rent is all about, right? Like, and this is in no way uh, endorsing uh, Jimmy McMillan, though I do agree the rent is too damn high. I will say you told me a little bit about this person and before you told me much more, I kind of had a feeling of like, why haven't I ever heard of this person? Yeah, yeah, no, no. He has a lot of weird ideas on global warming and on other topics. Please do not rabbit hole. DNR, do not rabbit hole. Please. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't know about this person before. In order, like, when you solve homelessness, you solve unemployment, right? Unemployment and homelessness, they tend to fall hand in hand, right? Like, pro tip, if if dude has no place to live, then they are less likely to have a job, right? Like, because you kind of need a place for that paycheck to go to. That ham has to find a hand to fall into. In the USA Today, there are over 3.5 million that have no shelter. 3.5 million people in this country today don't have a place to live. And yet we put up skyscrapers that not many average people can afford. Hey, hey, Kevin, it's worse than that. Right now, in this country right now, there are five times as many vacant homes as there are homeless people. The math does not add up. I do not compute, says the, says the heart. Yeah, you feel broken, right? Yeah, it, it, that's disgusting, right? Like, so these people could literally 
like have a place to be and maybe even get rehabilitated so they can have a job and lead a productive life, contribute to society. And help others live a good, productive life as well. Once again, this all comes down to racism, homophobia, uh, transphobia, like all of that. Because like a lot of times, like, you know, and and being poor, honestly, because in this country, we want to punish poor people. We want to punish black people, Hispanics. Like, for what reason? I don't know. It's not really necessary. Like, when you punish someone, like, especially like when you, when you, actively try to hold people down you mean they put put them in jail and then make them pay for jail and then make them pay to get out of jail and then after jail you have to pay to vote because you have a messed up life apparently like could you imagine like if we 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 chained up usain bolt right with a ball and chain and just was like hey dude just beat everybody else right like and not only would he not be able to win the race of course the other runners don't have to run as fast. And that's the thing we all have to think about, right? Like, is this the really the world we want to live in where we're like uh, uh, just trying to hold people down and, 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 and stunt people's growth because we don't necessarily want to admit to like our society being overly punitive for no other reason than bigotry. Like, you know, I'm talking about like the homeless people in rent. It's crazy. Like my, my dad has been homeless. That really sucks, man. I'm really sorry. It really shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't be like that at all, man. I guess Americans uh, learned the hard way, unfortunately. <laughs> to say the least. Proved by our last four years. We were talking a little bit about uh, um, like uh, the Flint water crisis, yeah. right? Like and around Legionnaire's disease sort of as being like a like how like Republicans respond to crisis, how Republicans respond to pandemics, right? Like the AIDS crisis comparing the Legionnaires. And Rick Snyder like uh, has recently uh, uh, facing charges over the Flint water crisis, which, you know, we, we were like, oh, like, thank, thank goodness. Finally? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. To be fair, it's not like it's he's only getting misdemeanor charges because 12 people died from Legionnaires in the Flint area. And some people expect as many as 70 people actually died, but they actually covered up that they died and said they died of pneumonia. But like when you do studies over like the constant rate of death in pneumonia, it doesn't fit. Pneumonia is also what they said happened with folks who had AIDS. AIDS. Yeah, it's a pneumonia. And COVID. Yeah. Isn't this nice? Isn't this great fun? We just like repeating the history. Repeating the history, repeating the lies, <laughs> hiding the darkness between our thighs. You should definitely check out the work of Jordan Cheriton. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Flint water crisis, he's definitely been writing a lot about that, doing interviews, all that cool stuff. Uh, Michael Moore has a great interview with him on Rumble. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked it. Like, spoiler alert, it turns out that Rick Snyder helped poison all the poor. And Rick Snyder doesn't care about poor black people. He doesn't care about poor people. Okay, so Rick Snyder is Scrooge McDuck. To run our government like a business, uh, is that what a business is supposed to do? Like uh, uh, poison people? Is that the goal of a business? I don't know. Well, I mean, it is if you're part of the Mar Marlboro or the, uh, you know, to big tobacco. Oh, yeah. I guess you got a good point, right? Like if, if, you're, if your job is to peddle poison, 
then I guess so. But like, I mean, then like you know, then it comes down to what's poison, what's not, because you know. But it is a. I mean, it is a poison. I mean, (laughs) they have packages with people's degraded lungs on the box just to try to stop people from smoking. No, you're you're completely right about that. You're definitely completely right about that, right? Um, yeah, and uh, uh, that's like that's what tobacco does, definitely. Yeah, I'm not saying that people who smoke tobacco are bad people. I recognize that like HIV is a very difficult um, uh, thing to sort of tackle to come up with any remedy for, but I also feel I also feel that like because of like who H- what, like who HIV mostly affects like minority and gay people. Um, that like we don't really care that much, right? Like we were able to really quickly come up with a, a COVID vaccine. Once again, completely different thing. I'm just saying, it's just I mean, AIDS is global, but it also doesn't affect as many people as COVID. No, because of the way that the d- disease exactly is transmitted. Like we we make strides towards cancer too, mm-hmm. right? And like it doesn't affect as many people. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying that there is a di- there's like a little bit of a difference into why there's a, the rush for COVID is it affects like 100 percent of the globe. No, no, you're not you're not wrong about that. I'm just saying that like if 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 COVID only affected. Like and like you're, you're like we're we're agreeing yeah. we're agreeing like if if COVID only affected minority and and like uh, gay and trans like like uh, people like no one would probably care. Wasn't there a quote from some guy back during the AIDS epidemic? Wonder what it would be like now. Uh, uh, Pat Buchanan, like don't follow him, but you should look him up because you should understand like the terrible people that that exist in the world. Um, that being said, uh, he he said. The poor homosexuals, they have declared war on nature, and now nature is exacting an awful retribution. And I, and I would say, so what's COVID then? Is COVID our retribution for being awful? I would say no. I would say diseases are diseases. And when we get good at fighting against diseases and, like, you know, um, being a strong and knowledgeable human race able to like do amazing and incredible things, we get better. But when we laugh at people for having a disease and don't try to help them, it only invites our family to also get that disease and get surprised when it happens to us, right? Like literally that has been our 2020. We, we have to work harder, right? We have to take care of people, work, like give them security of location, security of health, Right. Um, and all the rest of it will come together. Right. Like and that's rent. Right. And and that's why it's so powerful for people. Right. Because it's about it's about the home. Check out that video of Mark Campbell, the librettist from the New York City Opera, who did Stonewall, the opera, as well as Steve Jobs opera revolution of Steve Jobs. That Steve Jobs opera like uh, um, I I, I enjoyed watching that. That was that was fun. I'm like, uh, I, I wish I could have seen that on stage. Folks, next up, we have the producers. 
Yeah, it should be pretty exciting. I'm definitely excited to take on this task of that show. Chris and Kevin take on Leo and Max. But uh, um, yeah, it's gonna be a great show. A lot of uh, we're gonna keep it happy, keep it snappy, keep, keep it gay. Join us then, definitely. And until next time, folks. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. Learn from history. Thank you, folks, for joining us for another edition of Talking Musical History Podcast. Pandemics, large death counts, stuck inside with daily Zoom calls. Through lies now, fake news, insurrection is the worst. Let's start a future that brings us all together. Stronger as friends, tomorrow can be fun. Moving to... Love, learning to love, leading to love, started with love. We're talking musical history, we're talking musical history podcast. 